Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Mike C-Rock, he is a performance coach, an author, a dynamic public speaker, tech visionary, a thought leader, Now, get this, he has over a million followers on Instagram, but they're not just a million followers, they're engaged. He gets thousands and thousands of comments and people that are engaged with everything he does. He is an absolute mover and shaker. He has thousands and thousands of followers on his fireside show and over 15,000 followers on Clubhouse, which is where I have met him and now become friends. So let me bring up this dynamic soon to be movie star, Mike C-Rock. Get up here, C-Rock, how are you? What's happening, Araya? Great to be here. Thanks for having me, man. It's uh, it's an honor. Like As you said for yourself, it's more of an honor for me. And uh, I always like to start every interview with gratitude. So thank you so much. And thank you to your listeners for showing up and paying attention. Oh, well, this is great because you've had me on your show. You've got a great podcast. You've got a fireside show. You show up on Clubhouse three and four times a day. You've got a following of people that are really engaged. And what I talk to my clients about all the time is you've got to let people experience you. You've got to build an engaged, fanatical following because it's not just about going out there and getting the million likes. It's who's really leaning in. So talk to us about you do so many things, C-Rock. What are are you doing right now then we'll backtrack a little bit about where you came from well right now i'm focused on a couple things um and by the way when i tell you all this uh i have teams that that work with me i don't do anything by myself uh, we team. have a podcast agency i've had a lot of success my life's been changed because of podcasting i've done over 800 shows in the last three years uh, between my show and other people's shows um so we've got this podcast agency that's absolutely blowing up we're helping clients from billionaires to celebrities and athletes all the way down to people just on the come up and everybody in between. And we're really leaning into how can we figure out a way to, and it's not really figure out a way, we know the way, uh, create a media uh, powerhouse. And so we're just getting ready to launch that one media. And we're gonna have a magazine, we're gonna have all kinds of different uh, media outlets. And we really wanna you know, blow people up in a good way. And I've done it and I wanna you know, encourage other people to do it and show them the way. So that's my main that, focus right now with with things we're doing. Yeah, and I love that you have that. You're doing so so many amazing things. We see you everywhere, but you do this podcast agency, and you know that I teach on podcasting and how to be a great host and a great guest. So we're talking the same language, but we do two different things. So that's why you and I have powered up together. Talk to the viewers and the listeners about why should they even consider or care about either having their own or being on other people's shows. What does that do for the entrepreneur, the business owner? So most people think about when they're going on podcasts, oh, can I get on a podcast where there's a big audience? 
right? And that is the icing on the cake. The audience that you are talking to is the icing on the cake. The host is important because podcast guests or podcast hosts are some of the most connected people on the planet. That's number one. Number two, the raw content that you get from that. What I mean by that is when you shoot a podcast before it gets edited and released, the raw footage, you get that and then you can repurpose that and basically become omnipresent with it because you can transcribe it, create blog posts, create articles. You can take the video content and break it up and then submit it all over your social media, all over the place mm. and not just wait for people to come to the podcast and see it, which is okay. That's great. That audience. However, we, what I've done from in my career is I've put it in people's faces. Yeah. I've taken the content and make sure they see it. I don't sit back and wait for them to come to me. You I'm not really going to rely on that. Right. So that's another thing. And then also the uh, Google search optimization, when you go on podcasts and they produce those podcasts and push them out into the universe, if anybody Google searches your name in the title, the topic you talked about is in the title and you show up everywhere. So if somebody were to Google search Mike Searock, I'm pretty easy to find. And there's pages and pages and pages of podcasts that I was on with different topics, but really telling my story. And so there's so much to it, but, but people get hung up on who's the audience and how big is that podcast and all that. And that's really the icing on the cake. So you're right. You're yeah, right. There's so much that comes from it. I can't even, that's just the beginning. You know, and that's true because, you know, I host on for WATC Atlanta Live for like the last four years. And, you know, TV is going down in viewership. Um, of course, you got your Netflix and chill and your Hulu's and your Prime. But what's going up in viewership is um, the, the Apple TVs and the Roku's. And what's going up in listeners is podcasting. People are choosing those on-demand ways more so than television. But I tell people, like, I still do live television. I still do the network TV because of the repurposing value. You may not have a lot of people watching you live or at that moment or on old-fashioned TV, right? But what you can do with that footage and pulling out sound bites is magical. So tell us, did that help you build to a million followers on Instagram? That is no small feat. You did it all the right way because I know you're the organic king. So tell us a little bit, how did you build such a great fanatical uh, audience that's leaning in? Because I was on your show, even on, on Instagram Live, we did a quick Instagram Live. There was over 25,000, I think, viewers. I mean, that was just an impromptu. How did you do that? So first of all, it starts with being really clear on your core values and your personal non-negotiables, and then also a mission, really getting clearly defined on a personal and business mission. Because what that allows you to do is it allows you to really get clear on how you think, speak, um, how you t uh, uh, act and behave, and the environment that you keep. And when that's the case, there's a lot of less confusion and chaos in your life. You can make decisions very quickly, or sometimes there's not even a choice to make. By the way, when people talk about decision a lot of times, that's not the highest level of being able to make a decision quickly. That's not the highest level of mastery. The highest level of mastery is not even having a decision to make because you're so clear on where you're going. Ooh, Think about it. this for a second. When you have choices and you have to make a decision, there's still time in that. And the two choices, both of them, even the one you don't choose, has power over you. It has influence over you to some degree. So when you get really clear and, and, and decisive and you stick that stake in the ground, then you can move in that direction and then you're authentic and you're genuine and transparent. And then what happens is the people that resonate with that come to you. And the people that don't, they just still some of those watch. Yeah, some of them yeah. just leave and that's okay because you don't want the wrong people in your environment. 
And so for me, that was the start of it. And then from there, it was just being obsessed every single day when I wake up. I was taught by this by my mentor, Grant Cardone, one of my mentors. Every single day when you wake up, pretend you know, nobody knows who you are. Everything you did prior to this doesn't matter. You got to start from scratch every day. And then the other thing finally is consistency. Oh, that's a good one. Just consistently going after it. Even when people are like joking. on. When I first started, Ray, I don't know if you went through this, but when I first started doing a podcast and getting out on social media and doing lives and videos, I got dragged by my friends all the time, <laughs> all the time. And really what I came to understand, it, it kind of hurt at first. And I'm like, am I doing the right thing? And you go through this thought process. But at the end of the day, I knew as I was going through this journey, I, I actually, I, I didn't know right away, but I learned that it's a reflection of them. They're reflecting upon themselves. They can't see themselves doing this. Right. So they got to tell you to make sure you don't separate from them. To That's make them feel uncomfortable. When you say they dragged you, were they making fun of you or saying you're not doing, what were they kind of saying to you? Because yeah, yeah. I want the viewers to be able to like, oh yeah, they said the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah. They would say, why don't you go do your podcast? Or uh, what? who do you think you are doing a podcast? Or uh, you doing another you live? Be a movie like, star? <laughs> oh, here he's going doing another live. <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And, you know, that kind of thing. And, and then, or, you know, I'd have people that were, you know, so used to doing the same thing every single day and doing a business that they couldn't see the vision that I had, yeah. even though I try to explain it to them and they try to pull you back into uh, the same old routine every day Yeah, where, where you're not going to advance to where, to a level that you want to advance to, you're going to hit a ceiling. And I'm not okay with that. I'm willing yeah. to, Araya, I don't know about everybody else, but I am willing to, and you need to be willing to sacrifice the now for the big vision later. What are you willing to pay right now for, for what you really want? Most people right. are willing to do that. They are so comfortable where they got to a certain level, making a certain amount of money, which probably blows them away because they never thought they'd be making the money that they were making now. And then they settle and they're not willing to give that up to go for greatness. And I am willing to give it up. I'm willing to go broke. I'm willing to, you see, here's the thing, Rhea, we all came into this world butt naked, but we couldn't speak. We had no assets. We had no wisdom. We had no relationships and we made it. So you, you can't tell me that if I had to go back to coming into this world again, now don't picture this guys, but, but just imagine like you just go back to being butt naked. We have the ability to speak. Now we have relationships, we have wisdom, mm -hmm. we have some know-how, you know, experience. So you can't tell me that I can't get out of that, that situation very quickly. So yeah. I know that in my head. So I'm okay. Taking chances, taking risks and going big to see how far do I can it. take this thing. You're like a Nike commercial. Just do it. You know, I love that. We're on the same page. I love just do it. You'll figure it out as you go. But you said something really important, C-Rock, is that it's consistency. And sometimes, like, I know you and I, we love to wing it. We love to get out there and get live. And a lot of people will sit there. They need a complete plan of action and a script. And it's got to be planned out for six months in the quarter. And it's like some people spend too much time planning, although you need to have, like you said, a clear stick in the ground, know where you're going. So tell us what this Rocket Fuel book behind you can do to help those that, okay, they want to do it. They want to get out there. They want to be consistent. But still some of those detailed personality types still need to have more preparation. Does your rocket fuel book really help them say, here's some ways how to do it? So first of all, I'll just tell you, perfect isn't perfect. Hmm, man, okay. Right? You, you, per perfection isn't perfect. You don't need perfect, okay? But Thank I wrote God. this book. I went through mentorship from several mentors that I picked out. Um, I was going through a rough time in business. And taking it further back, growing up, I grew up around a lot of broken people, a lot of alcohol, drug addicts, alcoholics, uh, suicide, you name it. And um, witnessing that as a kid, I noticed something. I noticed people would tell a story all the time of why they were doing these things. They would do it and then tell the story to justify it. 
in their mind, it made them be able to live with themselves for the most part. And then some right. of them couldn't live with themselves. I wouldn't put up with it. Like I, I just, I just couldn't buy into these stories. So I would call, and I'm not talking about when I was a kid. I would call my aunts, uncles, uh, grandparents or whatever, my mom, I would call them out on their BS. And I would tell them, can't you see that you're just telling the story to, to validate what you're doing? Can't you see that? Like, that's not okay. We, you don't have to be like that. Just change up the story. I don't know where I got that as a kid. Yeah, I don't know where I got that as a kid, but I started witnessing these things and then that led me to the thing where I can't tell a story of why and justify my my mediocrity and things. I can't do that. I got to tell the story of why I'm going to be successful. And so I started doing that and I started seeing results from that. This book is about everything that you go through when you understand something, when you're going on a mission, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter what happens, discouragements, letdowns, whatever, all of it, is to be stored in your fuel tank instead of your trunk. Most people keep all this 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 stuff, which they think it's toxic, but it's really not. They keep it in their trunk and it weighs them down and it's only toxic when you put it in there and it slows you down. And instead of putting it in the fuel tank, and if you can figure out a way, which if you just hear my voice right now and know that everything that comes your way that doesn't go the way you expect it to, letdowns, discouragements, all these things, they're normal. And those things are for you to collect data from, collect inspiration from, and store it in your fuel tank. And if you do this, you can convert it into rocket fuel and you can be, become unstoppable at life. And that's what the book's about. It's about my story, my mentorship journey and all that. And then also how I came up with the rocket fuel law, I call it. And it just creates unstoppable people. Hi, when you said that to me, for, like we've known each other for a while on, on Clubhouse and I listened to you speak a lot and we're on the same stages. And when you said that, my ears perked up. It was such an aha moment for me when so many people come to relationships, to you know different places in life with all this, what we call baggage. And you just flipped baggage on its head by saying, instead of stuffing all this in the glove compartment, the suitcase, the trunk, Turn it into rocket fuel, make it your fuel, which turns you into everything else that you want to be. And you've done that. I've done that with all of our experiences. Turn into, you know, knowing where we don't want to be, want to help others, you know, make it through stuff that maybe we've been through and we give it, make it our purpose and our legacy. And you just turn that into such a great scenario of turn that stuff into rocket fuel, which I really believe C-Rock will help people are going through tough times right now. We know we can watch the news any given day and you see parents and people going through unthinkable, unthinkable trauma and stress. And when you can talk about someday that will be your rocket fuel to make a difference in this world, it kind of helps everything be better faster. So on that note, what are some don'ts? You know, what are some things that people shouldn't do that would, that would trip them up? That'll stop them from turning it into rocket fuel. Well, I mean, there's a lot of don'ts, but I don't really, <laughs> I, I, I try to, that's a great question, but I, I try not to ever focus on the things that I don't want. So I would say as far as if we're talking about the don'ts, I mean, don't focus on things you don't want. Yeah. Don't focus right? on perfection. You said well, that before a minute ago. hundred percent. So, so what you pay attention to, what I figured this out at a young age too, what you pay attention to gives validation and it creates existence. See, I'm all about creating my own universe. Right? I want to create my own universe. If I don't know something happened across the world and I never hear about it, it doesn't exist in my universe. It might exist somewhere. And this is why when I hear this thing, and this, some, this gets deep for some people, but there's parallel universes and things going on at the same time. Okay, The reason that is, is that if you don't know about something, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen in some universe. It means it just didn't happen in your universe. 
but it still exists. So, but the only reason things exist in your universe is when you pay attention to it and you validate it and then it gives existence to it. So if you don't want something, please, please don't pay attention to it. That's don't really good. You get paid on things you pay attention to. It kind of you exactly. know, comes and, into fruition. Yeah. So what it what it came to me for a while now, like I, I still am human being, so I still have trouble with some of this sometimes. But when I go through things that bother me, I start to think about why am I letting that into my universe? Why am I letting that person or that that this thing into my universe? I'm, I'm not okay with that. So I start to think I I'm the creator. I'm the creator of my universe. Now I'm a, I'm a believer in God, and I gave, believe God gave us this power to be creators. We're here on this earth as creators, and we have the power to create whatever we want. Some of us allow others to dictate what we're creating. And so you see my shirt says control the future. Like I believe that the future is something that we we create and intentionally or unintentionally, you're going to create a future. So you might as well be intentional about it. And so yeah. don't don't pay attention to things you don't want. That's I would say that's the, the, the one. It's kind of like a different way of thinking. I've always said I, I live in a pink bubble. Now, stuff happens. Yeah, but I like my pink bubble. I always think the best of everybody. And, and you know, I have my rose colored glasses on and I like it that way. And every once in a while, somebody tries to burst my pink bubble. But it's OK because it's you're saying it even in a, you know, more advanced level that you're creating your universe. So you're not sitting in some pink bubble, you know, that's stupid with, to other people. So you're really creating your own universe and choosing love, choosing positive, choosing. I'm going over here. I remember when I was in sales, I used to tell my salespeople to think of the word, wow. When somebody rejects you or makes fun of you, C-Rock, like you're doing your podcast again, aren't you? It's you think of the word, wow. And with that, it's to me, the acronym is with or without you. I'm going to my destination with or without. Wow. I'm going to the top. So laugh all you want. Well, that's you funny. know, sometimes, so like, sometimes, wow. so, sometimes when my kids get upset or, and they're acting up like that, or they get fired up or my wife does too, I go, wow. <laughs> wow. And it, and it, and then it gets them mad, but then they start, they eventually they can't help it. They gotta, cause I'll just keep doing it. And then they get mad at first and they get madder and madder. And then they'll like, eventually, I was like, wow, is that what we're doing? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, C-Rock, you have a wonderful family. Talk to the entrepreneurs that also have a family. I deal with a lot of women as well as some great guys like yourself that are trying to balance family, fatherhood, motherhood, and all the big goals and dreams we have. How do you balance it? Because you travel a lot. You do a lot. I hope everybody follows you on Instagram. I'm going to put that up again because you really are everywhere and you capture moments. What's your family say how does that incorporate into your life because i know they're your first priority well when you when you're clear on your mission and you share your mission with people um and that you're committed to that they they have to adapt their environment their universe to to that as well if they want to be in it i mean that's just the way it is so um i'm very clear on what i want to do and i share it with my family all the time and then what happens a lot of times when you share things with people you'll get pushed back they get uncomfortable because you're going to start to separate which i talked about earlier and if you're really committed to it, you need to believe in it. You need to let them know, hey, this is what I'm committed to, and I'm gonna, I'm not stopping. And we need to, we need to, like, we need to see how we can align with what you want as well, so that this alignment and this connection goes, and we have, uh, we have some consistency in our in our lives. So for me, Did I don't. Work with I don't, you in the business? Does your wife work with you in the business? No, she's a real estate agent, and oh, nice. so no, not right now, but she may in the future. We have a lot of things coming out right now that she may be getting involved with. Um, but but the kids will. My son probably this summer will be doing some work with me. My daughter's only ten. But at the end of the day, like like I, I just I just I don't change. <laughs> I'm myself when I'm here, 
on myself when I'm with my family. Yeah. Like you guys hear me on Clubhouse joking around, laughing. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little um, immature at times, but I'm the same <laughs> way at home. I'm the same way, so I don't have to change balances. You know That's what I nice. mean? That's nice. So they're with you. You know, if dad's happy, mom's happy, everybody's happy. And your kids learn, because I've been a mompreneur for like 37 years. And I learned a long time ago that your kids will do what you do, not what you say. So we could teach them to go find, be, have a happy marriage. But if you're not in a happy marriage, they're going to do what you do. You can tell them to be a kind person, respectful person, a hard worker. But if you're not doing those things, they capture more from what we do. So we've always, you know, told our, our entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, dappeners to enjoy your success. Let them be a part of it. Let them see you work hard. Let them see you work those days when you burn the candle both ends. That's part of entrepreneurship. But then I noticed with you, they get to see you travel, go to you into Mexico with your family they enjoy the fruits of your labor so what say you about that because you know they're gonna do what you do they're gonna try to emulate the all the laws and the the positivity or negativity that we bring into their world but you show them how to work hard and how to play harder so i think that's important yeah i took my son on a trip to uh los angeles about a year ago and showed him what, what you know hollywood and la was like i didn't have that as a kid you know, yeah. I grew up in a small town. My family didn't really have a lot of money. And we, we went to vacation at the beach uh, in uh, the Jersey Shore or Ocean City, Maryland or something like that. And that was great. Then we were very fortunate to be able to go to those places. But we just never went places like that would expand your mind and expand your think and show you different things and different aesthetics and different people. And so I wanted to provide that for my kids. You know, I want to make sure that they get to see those things and understand that a lot of times when you stay in your little town or your city or wherever you are, you don't get to expand your think. Mm -hmm. Your creativity suffers. Your imagination suffers. I encourage my family and my kids to, to imagine. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want them to, you know, I don't ever want to say to them, oh, that's just your imagination. I that's want them to though. use their imagination mm -hmm. and I want yeah. them to be able to control their imagination. Um, so traveling and doing those kind of things is a good thing for everyone. Even adults, mm -hmm. if you're listening to me and you don't get out enough, you need to at least once a quarter leave your town and go somewhere, whether it's an event where other people are, somewhere where you haven't been before, because what it does is it expands your mind and your imagination. And when such that happens, advice. let me tell you something, anything's possible. That's such good advice, so, such good advice. And I was just talking to somebody else this morning who's having a hard time, um, I, I think it was a friend of yours, actually was having a hard time getting the salespeople out of the house to go to networking, meet and greets because they got into this habit from the pandemic, working from home. Now all of a sudden we're trying to get people back out of the home when you think we'd be chomping at the bit to get back out. So go, I love what you said, not only just go to your meet and greets and meet people in person again, you know, the world's open again, let's do this, but to get out of your town once a quarter, that is great, great advice. So does your family and your kids know that dad works hard, mom works hard. That's why we're able to have these things. So they learn to be hard workers for their family. I don't know. I hope they don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I really don't know. Work hard I so mean, we can I, play I, hard. I tell them, I tell them that. And, you know, and my son's already got a job when he, he started working when he was 15. And so, you know, he, he knows that and he, he enjoys, it. he enjoys, he understands. I had to take him out of his work early the other day and he was mad at me. He's like, Oh, I'm not going to get that many hours this week. That means I'm not going to have a paycheck. I'm like, good. Okay. You understand that. However, I'm also teaching him that I don't want him working for an hourly, but for right now he's working at this race car track because he likes hanging out with his friends and getting paid to do so. So it's cool. But I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really clear on the fact that you don't want to work and sell your time. You want to be at the point where you can buy time from other people and then use that. And, and, and it basically exponentially grows the amount of time you have and you can leverage that. So I'm trying to teach those, those little lessons that I didn't know as a kid.
And uh, really yeah. good advice, really good advice. And I was watching your Instagram, like I always do. Your Instagram's amazing. And on there, I want you to tell our viewers and our listeners, um, you did a really good, another really good post. It was about four signs of a good leader. Can you share with us four signs of a good leader? Because leadership can make or break you. And many people think, like you just said, we are all born naked. We come in, we have to learn everything we learn. So many people think we're born leaders, but really what say you, are you born a leader or can you develop these signs that make us a good leader? Well, there's a lot of signs that are, that lead to, you know, a good leader. I don't know which one, four ones I used in that video off the top of my head, but I can tell you right off the top of my head right now. Yes, um, tell. Being a good leader is having a vision, making sure that you have a vision. You're very clear on what you want, where you want to go, who you want to do it with. That's imperative. Be, you, you cannot hit a target if you don't know where the target is. True. So that's number one. Number two is, you know, you got to make sure that you're committed, all in committed. You know, people will sense if you're not committed. And when that when you're not committed and and which leads to consistency, then you're mm-hmm. not gonna you're not gonna get, garner any respect from anyone. And then the thing is with that commitment comes from accountability on yourself and making sure you yourself are holding yourself accountable to what you're supposed to be doing, because you'll never hold someone else accountable unless you're holding yourself accountable. You know, there's times in my life where I was trying to lead people in a direction and then I wasn't checking myself. You cannot everything suffers on like if if I'm not taking care of myself the people in the groups that I'm around are going to suffer. If I'm taking care of the groups around here, out here, and, 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 and then not holding myself accountable and not taking care of myself, they're going to suffer. So it's, a, it's a, a whole cyclical thing that you need to make sure. So leadership, you definitely have to vision, just to sum it up, vision, commitment and consistency, and then hold yourself accountable. And once you do that, then you're ready to be a leader. And then you can go from there by providing um, a great vision for people to follow and then also rooting them on and, and holding them accountable. Yeah, and I always say, you know, people cannot follow a parked car. You cannot be parked and installed. They can't follow you. So you've got to be going somewhere. You know, like you're saying, have that vision, be going forward. Don't have to be perfect. And people will follow along because people really are looking for those collaborations. They're looking for opportunities. They're looking to hang on to that star. So we've got to be that superstar that that people want to be around to, so we can all go further and faster. On that note, I want to give you just a little bit of time to put out in the universe a little bit more because, you know, I'm so your biggest fan for this. You have this dream and I want you to put it out there because the more you speak about it, the more you bring about it. You want to be a TV star and a movie star. Talk to me and talk to the the viewers and listeners about what is that all about and why do you have this drive? Because I know I have the same drive. I love the media. I love TV and movies. I love edutainment and entertainment. It is just, it can make you laugh. It can make you cry. It can uplift you. It can make you think. So many good things can come from the entertainment world. So what are your goals in that? And tell us what you're doing for that. Well, first of all, I, I, um, I've been done doing a lot of work on myself, peeling back layers that have been packed upon me. Right. So I was for the longest time, you know, I'm 46 years old when I was about 40, I realized I'm not myself anymore. Like, I feel like I had all these layers and different things packed on top of me, a bunch of garbage. (laughs) And when I realized I started peeling back this stuff and find out who I was, I was like, I want to be this. And what I found was I started shooting content for social media getting a videographer, being on camera. And I, I absolutely loved it. And I love the results that came from it. But what the part about this as well as being on podcasts and all this, I can be myself. And I feel like it's so freeing to be myself with no limits. And I think acting is that. I think acting is when you, when you act, you can over-dramatize if you want to with no repercussions. You can be a little bit softer and relaxed 
with no repercussions. Mm -hmm. But you can be yourself. You're free. And so oh, yeah. I don't know where this came from, but all of a sudden I started getting this thing in my head where I want to be an actor. I want to be on camera more. I, I love the results of when I'm on set and then I see the results from it. I love that. I think it's so, it's just, it's, 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 I don't know. It's exciting. Empowering. So it came to me and I'm like, well, if it comes to me, there's a reason for it. I'm not going to just deny it. I'm going to flow with it and see what happens. And I put it out in the universe. Um, and then you hear some people that will try to discourage you just like everything I've done. Hey, you're 47 years old. Who do, th who do you think you can be to be an actor? You're not putting the time in. You didn't go to acting school. You didn't go to film school. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And I'm like, listen, I don't need that. Okay. Maybe I'll do some of that, but I don't listen. If I want to do something, I'm going to make it happen. And, and I, there's nothing out there. There's no rules, no laws that saying a 40 some year old person can't get an acting and become a star without going through all that. Most people may have to, but I will also tell you, Rhea, a lot of people go to acting school, film school, they go to LA and then they don't, they don't make it because they don't have what I have. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a, that, that's a thing that most people don't have. They don't have it. it and factor. I know that I have it because I'm myself and I'm free. I can do whatever the hell I want to. Mm -hmm. So it allows me to be free. And I have that, 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 that tenacity as well. So yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's the vision. And, um, I, I, I got a lot of visions that come to me that I want to accomplish. It's just a matter of, putting them in the right place. But since I've done that, people start coming in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, people from Hollywood. I go to Hollywood and I, I meet people. I, I meet people that are, you know, creating movies. I meet people that are screenwriters and producers. And I'm just building this network and friendships with these folks. So you never know what can happen, but I'm putting myself in the game, right? Mm -hmm. That's what matters. Absolutely. And you see what you speak about, you bring about. And then, like you say, you put your stake in the ground, you start talking about it, you start believing in it. You know, that's what happened when I started winning all these, these, uh, awards for having television show. I just said I wanted to do it and started doing it. And I met the people along the way that took me to the next level, the next guest, and I didn't have it all figured out. But when you know there's something in your heart, you feel you're meant to do, then I want to be that person like you see, Rock, that at the end of this journey, sitting on the rocking chair on the porch or the nursery home or wherever, saying, I have no regrets. I tried everything that I felt that I needed to try. I jumped out of every airplane, not literally for me, but say, yep, I need to do that. I want to try it. And if you fail, great. You fail forward to success. So I have a word for you and what you, I'm really feeling this word for you that I hope everybody will will be more of because it what makes the difference of taking those risks and not worrying about what people say because they're going to say things about you. You're doing your dreams. You're not doing your dreams. Right. The word I'm just feeling for you is you're brave. You're really brave to say, hey. Who am I not to be 47, 48, 50 and pursue my wildest dreams? Who was I to be 48 years old, ball twice and win an Emmy award without having a vocal cord nerve? Who was I to be on a TEDx stage at 60? You know, so you're speaking my language and I want the guys to hear it as well as the girls. And I want the kids to hear it that you're never too young. If you're thinking too young, we can show you a five-year-old on YouTube making millions, unboxing, you know, toys and giving their opinion at five, six, seven years old. So dreaming wildest dreams are for everyone i always look at betty white who is 99 years old petting grizzly bears feeding them cupcakes doing saturday night live doing sitcoms way into her 80s and 90s she's one of my idols so you know you can't give me and c rock any excuses big enough for that story you were saying c rock that they believe in and lean into because now if you want it go for it but i'm going to encourage them to reach out to people like you myself to say let's take us with you take us with you so where do you see yourself in two years and how can people come with you talk to us about that um well just you just got to come into my environment man i mean there's so many ways to get in my environment whether it's on instagram or clubhouse or we're you know we're exploring other platforms to bring our c-rock experience which is the mm -hmm. house on clubhouse 
Um, so just come and it's to great. The- I have to say the Sea Rock experience. <laughs> if you guys are on Clubhouse, is so much fun. It's like three and four times a day. It's different in the morning. It's after hours at night. It is so phenomenal. And you have a fireside show. You've got your podcast. So it's they can find you on Instagram. Put your Instagram up, Mike. What Mikey? You like it, bit Mikey Sea Rock, and it's Sea Rock R O C without a K. Yeah, you know the other thing about um, the acting thing. I just want to point out. I, I've done this with people that are on stages that I go to these events and I see people on stages and I see people doing different things. And I always think to myself, like, if they can do it. I can do it. Yeah, that yeah. person do it. I can do it. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. And so that's what gets me going. It's like, and by the way, like there's people that are being paid millions and millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars. Right. And I feel that I could be just as good as them and I don't even need to charge that much. So why would a movie, why would a movie producer pay those people anymore if I can do just as well as them mm-hmm. and, and do, I'll do it for half right now. Maybe later I'll charge more. I'll charge them double. Cause they, them know that. You know. no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that like, I don't, I don't, the money's great and everything, but I want to do it for, a, I just want to do it for the passion and to mm-hmm. prove that I can do it. And then, and then from there, yeah, then I'll hold out. And you do have that it factor, see, Rock, that that the, the difference between, because I've been in show business up, on and off all my life, the difference between those who make it and don't sometimes is the simple fact. They want it more and they believe just like you. Why not me? So many people quit and realize, well, there, there's so many people better than me, prettier, thinner, taller, whatever. Who am I to go to that audition? Who am I to think I could be the next Julia Roberts or Tom Hanks or whatever? You have the right attitude. Who am I not to be? Who are we not to be the best we can be at the top of our game? And if you do that, you have no, literally nothing to you to lose. And that's the the mindset I have when I enter contests, enter awards. Like, who am I not to enter? But I'll win, I don't win. But who am I not to try? This is what I love to do. Go for it. So you're really speaking a great language that who is anybody not to give it your all, whether you're going to be the best realtor in the world, the best beautician, the best massage therapist, whatever it is. Why not you? Why aren't you number one? Go for it. And imagine you go for number one and you're number two in the nation or the world. And then the next year you're number one. But it won't be anything if you don't first that mindset. Believe that you deserve it. Believe that you can. What say you, see? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Something happened in 2019. Um, you know, I have a stepfather that was uh, in my life when I was about eight years old. Came into my life, my mom's third marriage. And his name was George. And he was a really stern man. Black and white. It was either or. Do yeah. good things, good things happen. Do bad things, bad things happen. <laughs> Caught me a lot. It wasn't really good with money as far as making it. He could stretch a dollar a long way, though. Um but in 2019, and me and him used to go at it. We, we used to go at it, but we became really close as I became an adult. And uh, 2019, in the middle of the night, January, it was cold, you know, wintertime. And I got a call. My wife got a missed call on her phone and then a text. And it was from my mom. And she woke me up and she said, my, my, my wife texted my mom and said, did you just call? And then my mom texted back, George did. And my, my wife was like, she's trying to figure out like, what? I don't understand. So she woke me up and she said, your mom just called in the middle of the night. And then I asked her and then she said, George did. And come to find out, she was saying George died, but she didn't type it right because she was frantic. Oh. And this is in 2019. So my stepfather, George, passed away of a heart attack coming out of the woods hunt, on a hunting um, you know, day. Oh, he was hunting. So and... You know, they basically didn't know where he was. He didn't come home and all that. They finally found out that he was taken to the hospital. He passed away in his car. And 
what that did was for me, a couple days after that, I felt this rush of energy come into me. And I, I can't explain it other than that it was definitely some energy from, from George. This guy was a passionate, passionate, like a redneck hunting guy. <laughs> but he was so, so great and he, and he was ethical and, and um, he taught me a lot of things. But like I said, luckily he came into my life when he did because I needed it uh, and, and showed me how to be a man. But, but when that happened and that rush of energy came in, I, I just felt like I had a torch that I was taking on, that I was my turn to take on this torch and I realized how life, how short life is. George was sixty-two. Oh gosh! And 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 I, we thought he was healthy, right? Yeah. And, and so I started realizing, like, my window is shrinking here, and I need to pick up the energy, pick or pick up the pace. And so, you know, I always say, thrust is a must. Because <laughs> of that, right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can hear this. Or not. That rocket fuel. Must. Yeah, thrust is a must because I feel like this window is shrinking. I have no idea how long I have here, and I need to move fast to do the things I want to do here. So yeah. that was a wake up call for me. And so that kind of opened up things like I'll try as many things as I can. I'll be like Babe Ruth. I'll try. I'll strike out. A lot of times the strikeouts don't even bother me. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to hit home runs. And not everybody understands me with that. Not everybody gets me. And a lot of people think that I need to narrow some things down and focus on. But I'm 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 built differently. Just right? be you. So. Just be you. And you know, on the side, when you're talking about people that dog you and drag you, you have so many thousands and thousands of great fans and followers and friends that love what you're doing. So lean on to those, lean on to us, because I'm one of them that really love what you're doing. Keep paving the way for all of us to go fast, dream big, do big things, no limits, because the world needs you, C-Rock. And with that, as we kind of wrap up the show, I'd definitely love to have you back. You're amazing. Uh, what is you your legacy? Too. Yeah, I just adore you. Um, if you, when this is over, we're talking about this fourth quarter of our life, when it is all said and done, and people are remembering C-Rock, how do you want your legacy to read? What do you want people to remember you for? You've done a lot. You're going to do even more. What is that ultimate legacy you want people to have of you and C-Rock being here? Well, first of all, when I pass away, I don't really care if people remember me, my name, or anything like that. I want to impact people so that they become, while they're here on this planet, known mm. and 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 being influencers and elevating people, right? You know, I, I like to call myself the elevator because I like to elevate people in my environment. But, you know, yeah. so after I pass, that's what I'm concerned with. The people that I impact, I hope they're elevating and then exponentially elevating others so that it's a chain reaction. Ooh, but but what I want people to know while I'm here is the fact that when I'm in this guy's environment, for some reason, I just feel powerful. I feel unstoppable. I feel like I can take on the world and run through a wall. When I leave his environment, I'm ready to rock and I'm ready to just think bigger and go bigger um, because that's what my mentors did for me. Mm -hmm. you know. And that's what a guy named Grant Cardone does. He does it all the time. I mean, he, yeah. he, he's a mentor that keeps separating from you. You try to like up and eventually surpass <laughs> yeah. your mentor. And he keeps expanding, expanding, expanding. And that's that's impressive to me. And I just know, I, I feel that I have um, what he has and I can learn from some of the things he has and eventually do things that he was unable to do here. Um, but again, after I pass, I'm not worried about my, my name being known. I want, I want the other people to be elevated. You know, and you make such a difference in your family's life because you're such a family guy and it will pass on to your generation, your next generation, what you've done, what you've accomplished. They'll all be chips off the old block as well as I love that you said live the now, live your legacy now and really 
pour into those people here and now that will keep on doing what you do and living bigger because they knew of you. Even if they only knew you for a moment, they knew you poured into them that spark, that rocket fuel that they go off and do even better. Long after all of us are gone, you impact the next generations. That is so cool. See, Rock, last notes, last words of encouragement, inspiration. What do you want to tell everyone, whether it's how to get a hold of you? Y'all know I'll be talking about you forever about how if you want to get on podcasts, I just absolutely adore podcasting. You know, I do boot camps for podcasting. I teach on podcasting. See, Rock, you get people on the best podcast without them having to, you know, run around trying to build relationships, which we have to do in this world now. They can simply tap into you and you can get them on some of the best podcasts in the world. So talk to us a little about your final words and how people can really lean into you and work with you. Listen, so my my mission is that all people are unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams, but they need to know what their dreams are first, right? So how can you be unstoppable if you're not clear on your dreams. So I, my, my last final words, well, I really want people to get clear on what they want. You know, 90 some percent of people don't even know the answer to that question. That's true. And once you're clear on that, focus all of your attention on that and not on the things you don't want and your worries and fears and all that. Take the tension off of those things. You only have so many attention units available to you. Put it on mm -hmm. the stuff that you want. Start using that to direct your thoughts, your words, your actions, and the environment that you keep and you will become unstoppable to live in the life of your dreams. So well said. So for everybody listening and watching, this is Mike C. Rock. He's a, the author of Rock and Fuel book. Got to get that. If you want to be inspired by him on a daily basis, lean in. I put up his Instagram now, but if you're listening on podcasts, it's Mikey. So Mikey with M-I-K-E-Y-C Rock, R-O-C, no K. Find him on Instagram. He's worth listen, leaning into, listening to, experiencing him, going on Fireside. Your podcast is called What Are You Made Of? It is absolutely phenomenal. And if you want to be on great podcasts as well, tap into him, get to know him because he is going to the top. I'm going with him. We're all going together. Join our posse. It's just so much fun. And if you want share entertainment and inspiration, find us both on Clubhouse because we really hang with some really incredible people there. Uh, Siraka, on the close, what is one of the most amazing things that's happened to you by being on Clubhouse? Some people think it's like, of the past just for the pandemic, but you and I are still rocking over there. What's a, a final word on something you believe you've accomplished because of Clubhouse? I know you met um, me, that was so the best part, but I'm just it's saying. Not, yeah, it's not that I don't have something to say. I have so many. Um, yeah, we've met so many know, cool people from around the world. Well, and there's different phases over the last couple of years of where I've been, where I've been just focused on networking with people, not speaking as much. And then, and then speaking and supporting people in their rooms and you know that, and then holding my own spaces really and then creating a community and watching and learning from some of the That's greats it. on there. You know, that, I think those are the things. Yeah. You really, they really, I think you hit the nail on the head. We were creating communities there. We're able to talk with each other, support each other, do different rooms and houses, which is good. Because I know we have our shows. You have a great show on fires, Fireside. When everybody looked you up on Fireside, great, great show. When do you do your Fireside show? Um, we'll do them. It just depends on scheduling, but it's always at noon Eastern, Monday through Friday, when we do have uh, guests scheduled. So, and then there, the replays are always on there. So I think there might be, I don't know, 60 some shows on there so far. Um, and that's, just because I moved my podcast there a few months ago. I love it. It's great. You're everywhere and you do everything big. You do everything complete and total, fast, big, ton. So, C-Rock, thank you for taking time out of your extremely busy schedule to be on Get Celebritized. 
Thank you, Aray. I appreciate you so much and I uh, look forward to what we're going to do together and appreciate okay. your friendship. Absolutely right back at you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've totally enjoyed listening in, leaning in, watching C-Rock, who is absolutely has rocket fuel under his life and he wants to give it to you as well. So you all can earn more, so you can live more, live bigger, live more vivaciously, so you can give back more. Because we all have a passion to give back to others that can't have the greater things in life. Maybe they live in a third world country and they just don't have the opportunities and we can make more to give back. So C-Rock, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening and watching to Get Celebritized. Until next time, we will see you on the other side. Thanks C-Rock. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagarry.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.